0: Shalom everybody! We're continuing after a very long uh, interval, or a break, back into Rav Nossin's Discourse Likuta Alakhot, Section Orachaim, The Laws of Thanksgiving, The Blessings of Giving Thanks, Brikat Odaa, Discourse Number 6, Paragraph Number 5. In this section, we saw that Rav Nosin is going into the four categories of people who have to give, who are obligated to give thanks. Today that means saying what's called Hagomel, the blessing of thanksgiving they say normally at the aliyah of the Torah and also a woman who gave birth she says it also in presence of a minion in the time of the Beit HaMikdash it required giving a sacrifice called the Korban Todah we went into the details that there were four types four categories of bread brought as part of the Korban one being chametz, three being matzah and now of no sense going into the details of the four actual people who have to give thanks which are the ones who was in the desert a person who went to a desert a person who was incarcerated in jail and came out a person who was deathly ill and bedridden for at least three days and came out of that and now the fourth category those who went into sea by ship, traveled over the sea, and came out alive. These four people are obligated to do Birkata Gomel. And Rav Nosin shows that each of the four corresponds to a different section of the lesson, Likute Moran Lesson 24, where there's four stages. And Rav Nosin shows the parallel of each stage to what corresponds to. So he said, for example, those who travel into the desert is the initial stage of elevating the Malchut the kingdom of Hashem from the klipot. That's by doing the mitzvot with joy, a person is able to elevate the holiness, which is the malchut of Hashem, the, the, the divine presence, the shechina, which is trapped in exile and elevating it out. That's the idea of those who come out of the desert. Number two, those who are in, in jail, meaning that there's like chains on their legs. They, they're not free to move around and to go around. So those, that corresponds to when a mitzvah is released, when the joy is released, when the Divine Presence and Holiness and Malchut is released from the Klippot, which is the idea of the stage of the one who is in the desert. So then that allows the mitzvah to gain momentum and to activate and penetrate all of creation, to be motivated to move, to come close to Hashem. So in a sense, the mitzvot move, they walk, they walk and they travel and this corresponds to the idea of the of of being able to move as someone out of jail. Someone in jail is compared to that the mitzvah don't have the capacity to move around and to influence other people and all of creation. But now when a person is set free from jail, it's as if the shekhinah and the holiness and the Malchut and the mitzvah is all set free from jail. And they're allowed they're able to they're they're able to now uh have influence on the rest of creation that's the idea of those who are in jail number three the pers- people who are sick sickness is mainly connected to a blemish in the pulse the human pulse which is mainly mainly associated with the hands the main place where a person can check the pulse and the main place where a person can heal the blood flow in the pulse is in the hands and the palm of the hands and the wrists, right? The Rambam was known to be an expert in the dofek in the, in, the, in the medicine of healing through checking the pulse and pressing and pressuring. In a sense, like today, they have these Chinese medicines, etc. where they have this theory of, of pressing on the pulse. So the pulse is the hands And the sickness of a person, the frailty when a person is weak, is mainly uh, reflected in the weakness of the hands. Forget about the feet, the hands. The hands you can't lift up to do things, to write, to put on tefillin, whatever. So when a person is healed, it's as if the hands are released from being shackled and being refrained from expressing their Represent representation. What is the representation of the hands? He teaches Rabbi Nachman. The hands is the idea of receiving blessing of receiving the abundance and blessing from above is the hands. The hands bestow the blessing upon man. Okay? That's the idea of the hands. And that's the freedom of the hands is like a person who's no longer sick. Because a person is sick, it's reflected in the hands. Now, Rav Nosen goes into the fourth, fourth section. I just gave a quick summary because it's been so long since we've learned this lesson. At this time, now Rav Sin explains the parallel of those who go down to sea and come out alive. So he says like this, all this is, by the way, all these four that have to give thanks are learned out from Psalm 107. There you have, it's Hodu Ki which in the name of the Bal Shem Tov, it is customary to say this psalm <clears throat> right before Shabbat, before the mincha, before the onset of Shabbat. Rav himself is going to go into this later on, you're going to see. He's going to do the significance of why this custom of the Baal Shem Tov is so powerful and so precious to say a every Friday at the culmination of the six week, uh, week work days, right? and everything a person would do, all the ups and downs, all the scenarios of desert and jail and sickness and now going into the sea that each person goes through spiritually each person on a spiritual level goes through these four dimensions every week and we say oh do giving thanks that we made it to friday right before shabbat which is the climax of the week it's the simcha that we seek to draw into the six days of suffering and challenges that we face to shine into them the Simcha, in order to activate the four rectifications, leading to ultimate rectification, Bezat So now, Rav Nosen is using the wording from the Psalm 107. So there, where we learn out, those who go to, 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 to the sea, the wording is, yam those who go down into the sea in ships, Baoniyot. Rav Nosen says, Ze tikuna mochin bishlemut. This corresponds to the fourth stage of Lesson Twenty Four, Likutim which is where there he talks about the rectification of the mind, the intellect, totally, the total rectification of the intellect. How is that achieved? How does a person come to rectify totally, completely the intellect? By first fixing the settling and the restructuring and organization of the mind, which he says, etc., because Rabbi Nachman goes into this in detail in Lesson 24, that this is the key to have the mind rectified, that a person is able to recollect and reorganize and, and settle the mind. That is so important. That completes the intellect. As opposed to what? As opposed to just running to advance and more and more, advance, 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 advance. Which you think is that? What? that's what it completes the mind to add more intellect and more intellect. He says, no. The secret to, organize, to complete intellect is everything you've accumulated until now to have it organized and settled. Which requires you being bounced, bashed backwards. No more pursuit. No more further intellect. Stop. We push you back even. What's going on? A person's back in darkness, back in confusion and frustration. What's going on? Ah, this is the finalization of the mind. To have the mind settled, what you have accumulated and accomplished until now, now you have to uh, organize it to make it part of you. In order not to, uh, to have it part of you, you have to stop and do a recollection to go backwards. This allows for the mind, the intellect that you've advanced and attached to yourself to sink in now. This is so important. This is the key to the whole lesson. Without this, there's no purpose, there's no goal, there's no way to achieve the goal of the infinite light. Like he explains, that. We'll see this coming up. So he says, <speaking> Because through the structuring and organization of the mind comes the main rectification of the intellect. As opposed to what most people think, is just advance and advance and advance. This is what completes the intellect. The bash back, so you can have a restructuring and organizing of what you have, of settling of the mind of what you have already. Kikolzman, Rav Nosen says, Kikolzman Ken Hamesader For as long as a person has not yet rectified the settling and organization structuring of his mind by taking a break. And just absorbing what you have accomplished and taken in already in life, if you can't rectify this, uh, and uh, if this is not rectified, in other words, unbelievable. Then, if if that if that if, if as long as this is not rectified, the organization and structuring of the mind, it is then impossible. A person cannot perceive any perception whatsoever because everything in this person's context is called too much light giving him spirituality will make him crash why? because he has not yet mastered the settling and organization of his mind so if you try to add more intellect into that he'll just crash because he has no vessel to receive further light. Why does he have no vessel to receive further light? Because he's not yet absorbed and structured and reorganized what he's taken in already. And that's so important. If there's no kli, it's a rule in the Kabbalah from the Arizal. If there's no kli, there can be no or. If you don't have a strong kli, it doesn't help just filling in light, to have a spiritual high, spiritual high, spiritual high, like drugs, a high on drugs. What does it help? You need a vessel to receive this light. And when a person is in this category, in this challenge, in this dilemma, he's considered to be g- grouped under the fourth category of this Psalm 107, of the four of to give thanks, it's called yordehayam, Hayam. Those who descend into the sea. What's the connection here between sea, water, and the wisdom? He explains, Shavuach sa'ara mitgaber what is the danger by the way of going into sea? Is it's a storm wind. If you don't have a strong ship, you're in danger. And even if a strong ship, there are many times there are unexpected dangers in the sea. Okay? And they're called Wahsarah, storm wind. If a person the, the danger of going into the sea is that the storm wind overcomes them. So to the people now who have not yet structured their mind, their test is too much light, which in this context is like the storm wind of the sea, the sea being what's called the Yama the sea of wisdom. Wisdom is called like a sea, because on the surface level it looks equal. It looks the same thing. When a person starts learning Torah, you know, wow, it it, it just looks straight and clear, but once you go into the water, it's endless, the depths, and there's levels. There's the seashore, which is shallow, and then as you go deeper into the water, it gets deeper and deeper. But at the surface level, it looks the same. But underneath, there's depth. That's how the Torah is. There's endless depth. Just there's shallow waters and it goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. That's how the, why the Torah. And it's one of the reasons why the Torah is compared to the sea. Okay? And if a person now doesn't have yet rectified, organized structuring of his mind, so he, any intellect you give to him more, is called Ruach Sarah. It's in too much light which is dang- destruct- destructive and damaging. It can bring the person to lose everything. Everything. That's why it's so dangerous. It's like a storm wind which can break his ship. So he explains now. <laughs> when you're hearing all this, you think, wow, this is ready for those people who are accomplished. In a sense, you're right. Look what he says. So Rav says, because these tzadikim and righteous individuals who merit through doing the mitzvot with joy, like we said earlier in this discourse, that that, that, through doing the mitzvot with joy, they come to all the rectifications mentioned, the rectification of the malchut, rectification of the legs, rectification of the hands, and now the rectification of the intellect, those four levels like we went into earlier, and now they reach the point where they're ready now, that their intellect now begins to pursue, to perceive, the infinite light, blessed be he, etc., like he says there, these people reached that level, these tzaddikim and righteous individuals, they're in danger, now they face this test, this challenge, like Rav Nossin, he added to the verse, they are in the category of those who descend into the sea of wisdom in ships, and you have to have a strong ship in order to be saved from the stormwind, right?, Ose melacha b'maim rabim. Rabbanosim explains the rest of the verse because the verse continues. Ose melacha rabim. They do melacha, the work of the ship. You know, with the with the moving and the positioning of the of the sails of the ship, right? So they have to do. They do the melacha, the work in in, in abundant waters. Shem me the abundant waters refer to the waters of the daat intellect. And you need to be an expert in the in the in the artsmanship in the art of sailing to be a professional spiritual sailor in the in the waters of the Torah. Okay, not to be drowned and not to be shaken by the storm wind. Verakim ro'im, and the Ramban wants to express why this category refers to these big tzaddikim. Rav is explaining verse by verse uh, there in Psalm 107, in the fourth section, the fourth category of those who go into the sea. It's only they who see. He's rephrasing, rewording the verse in Psalms. They see and know how great are the one, the work, the work of the works of Hashem and His wonders. That's again from the verse there because of their capacity of perceiving Hashem on a high level due to their doing the mitzvot of joy, they've reached this level now, like the verse reads there, right? They specifically, these tzaddikim and righteous individuals, Rav Nelson points out, specifically them, Ra'u Massey Hashem. They saw the wonders of Hashem, the work, the workmanship of Hashem, the works of Hashem, the actions of Hashem, and His wonders bimtsula While in the, the the straits of the water, they are able to perceive the greatness of Hashem because they reached the depths of the Torah due to doing the mitzvot besimha. We'll continue bezet Hashem in the next class.